Wow. <clears throat> Don't fucking put me down the second we fucking get going, asshole. <laughs> that was a proper slap right there. You've done it for the last time, Jamie. Right, we ready? Good afternoon, morning, evening, or night, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to this episode of the Jar Media Podcast. I am your host, James, and today I'm joined by him and him. We hope you are having a lovely, lovely start to the week. Should we start this cast by singing a hymn? Donda, 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 Donda. Gaming galore, gaming galore, gaming galore. Uh, I guess this is episode 243 of the jar. I'm Alex, that's Jim. James. Um, damn, I'm not used to not introing it. Um, patrons. Shout out the patrons before we get too deep into the show and... Let the craziness loose. This is uh, we're recording this at ten fifteen p.m. So craziness is. It's about. um the general rule with jar is that if there's two different ways it can go. Okay, so you can go doing it late where there's no energy because we're actually tired, or it's late but it has forbidden energy. It's got the energy forbidden that shouldn't energy. shouldn't be allowed, and you know. Judging from the intro, what do you what do you feel was the energy levels of this cast? Forbidden. It's forbidden. I feel I'm on that edge of like tiredness where you have energy. Forbidden's a good word that um. I don't just, use the word forbidden enough. Yeah, it's just not in my vocabulary. Hmm. And I feel like it needs to be. So let's just really overdo it this episode. Yeah. Forbidden. 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 Um, Gaming did I, yeah, I said the patrons. Yeah. Um, you can get the your names shouted out in the first week of every month. You get early videos when uh, we're organised. Yeah, we've been off our we've been off our routine because of the whole COVID um, situation a few weeks back, and we just. But on this day that this episode goes up, we should be seeing FG. So, unfortunately, the F and FG stands for forbidden. Yes. The forbidden. Um, 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 let's, uh, let's do some cleaning over here, guys. It's that section of the show where we head to the comments section from the previous episode and address some of the feedback and comments and whatnot. Just put the, the cherry on the top of those conversations and f- round them off. Um, Gumgi. As you know, we're not going to start with Gumby. We'll end with Gumby. Um, a puffin is going to get us going. I used to be a pizza delivery guy and got U2s very often. This is in um, reference to... You were, you were saying the oh, story yeah, yeah, about yeah, yeah. when you order a pizza and they say... Enjoy and you enjoy say you 2 Yeah. Um, eventually I just opted for saying have a good night instead to avoid the awkwardness. I'd also get the occasional love you bye or asking me how I was doing then I'd say good, how are you? And they'd respond with good, how are you? Again... <laughs> I agree that there is just something <laughs> awkward about a stranger rocking up to your house. So hopefully that makes Jim feel a bit better. They probably got it all the time. This reminds me of a funny story I heard there. Yeah. Which always tickles me probably more than it should. <laughs> but uh, my my first ever job, um, first ever proper job, when I was a waiter, I worked with a waiter who told me that one time he, he put somebody's food down. <laughs> In front of them, and they, they said thank you. 
and he just turned to them and said, "I love you." <laughs> Just looked at them you. and said, I love you. <laughs> and then, then realised what he said and just fucking bolted, just went. Oh, he didn't even, like, try and fix it. No. Like, you can't I mean, fix once, that, you Once can't. you drop that, what, like, what you, can yeah, you Yeah, you basically have two options. It's either you address it and try and make a joke out of it, or you just, <laughs> you just accept it and move on. Yeah. <laughs> I think uh, uh, the love needs to be spread more in the world. Like what's there's nothing wrong with do you saying think the, do you think saying I love you should be something that's that's hard to say no so it's sort of it it it, it keeps its value by being rare or do you think mm. people should drop it like all the time would uh, there be more I, love I in the world you should you should in the UK we probably don't say it enough yeah we don't mm. you know mm. so well, there, there are some it, people that drop it all the time Mm. There is an equilibrium there. You don't want to abuse it. Mm. See, I've always had the with certain things. I've had the the idea, the the mindset that you sh- you don't want to overuse it. You don't want it to lose its meaning. And I love you is one of those ones. I've kind of been like that, but I realised that you can use other words for love you when you want to get your feelings across in like an intimate relationship. I don't like. We should drop more love yous. You know. Yeah, what about when you just want to tell your boys you love them, you know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, we got this one from Diet Water, who said, We are officially in the crackhead James era. <laughs> what? No! Based no. off the intro, but I think they're right. No, my... my I, I don't have crackhead energy. I have forbidden energy. Because crackhead... Like, crackhead you... And me right now are two very, very different levels of energy and being. Yeah. I don't have that, that random spon- spontaneity that you had back then. Did, did we mention that because we refer to the old me as the crackhead mm. Alex? There were like a few comments being yeah, like, yeah, yeah, you yeah. said this, yeah. Did you mean like he's actually taking crack? <laughs> um... <laughs> No. This is not the crackhead James Sewer. I'm I think I'm it, needs more... a, it can't be crackhead, it needs to be something else. Smackhead. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't work either. No, I just think this is like a new era in the It's just mature maturing. <laughs> it's like cheese. You leave it out in the in the cold, damp bog. It matures, it becomes something new. That's the current state of jar and the people in it. We're becoming fresh. No, that's the opposite. When cheese matures, it becomes not fresh. Becomes and stinky. therefore tastes better. Yeah. I'm not uh, I'm not saying that as like a we, bad thing. We it's... are like wine. We're aging really well. Aged. <laughs> Ratchet RPG 01 says, On the topic of CBD... What age would you recommend trying it? I know in the US it's legal for some 18-year-olds and sometimes legal for 21-year-olds. I'm 20 and I know it would be legal in my area, but I'm a little scared to start trying it and having long-term effects on me stay frosty. Um, I think it's um, um no, it's recommended you, in the UK you be 18 or up. You you, can you buy it should at just 16, right? No, you won't be able to cuz you need a you need they check it's something that needs to be checked to make sure you're you, visibly over 21. It's like Red Bull. You can't buy it under 18. Yeah, but you can... No, you can buy Red Bull at 16. You can't. 
No, I, it, I had it was a quick Google screen. earlier, and it re- and it was like the health whatever recommends eighty and up. Mm. Um, but it's non psychoactive, so I don't think you have to worry as much about the these long term effects. Maybe that you're worried it, it about. It doesn't really have any. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I mean the short term effects are almost n- negligible. Mm-hmm. You know, like it's it's not something you're gonna like drink a CBD drink and then be tripping for like. Yeah, it's really not hour. like that. You're, you're just you'll notice that you feel a bit you, better. You only you only notice it when you focus on noticing it. Mm-hmm. No, that's, I that's said, one of the good things about CBD yeah, is that it, yeah. it's it it's not like a conscious thing. Like when you're drunk, you know you're drunk. It's yeah, a no, feeling. I've I've mentioned this song before, but it's like you when you first have CBD. You're you're basing it off of like what you think will happen the place, but it's once you know you actually w- understand what it does to you is when you can actually enjoy it. Mm-hmm. You've got to be conscious and be like, oh, this is the CBD feeling. Then you can enjoy it. I would I have had CBD at eighteen, probably not. I think I appreciate it more now, and I would say that CBD is stupidly expensive. So that mm-hmm. if you can avoid having it at that age don't waste your money on it because it is quite expensive and if you're having becoming reliant on it for anxiety or whatever that money it's just really expensive and I don't want people to put themselves in a bad position at a young age Mm -hmm. to try and help you know yeah because it it is it's like a few cookies can be easily be 10 pound or 20 and then the oil is like 50 pound if you're buying that regularly that adds up and it's just be careful with it. That's all I can really yeah. say. Be but if it's about the money, but it's not really a substance. I'd really say, like, yeah, you got to be careful with this. No, you don't need to. No, not at all. Because um, you don't like. You can't even get. You don't even get tolerance to it either. Mm-hmm. It just stays. It always stays effective. So, like, I wouldn't ever. Uh, I wouldn't ever warn anyone. Be like, oh, CBD. It's just like, yeah, CBD has loads of benefits. Like, mm-hmm. there's no reason to worry. And you've seen that of older people who are really normally sceptical about CBD. Like, I was yeah. talking to my mum about it because I think she noticed the millions of bottles of CBD on my floor. <laughs> and she was like, you shouldn't be doing that, James. You can get addicted. And I was just like, what the fuck are you on about? <laughs> Getting addicted. You can't. It's just like they don't understand CBD. Mm-hmm. And they're probably the generation that would probably benefit from it quite a lot. Yeah, yeah. But hey. Just do it when you're ready. Do it when you feel like it'll be helpful. Well, I mean... Don't buy it if you don't think you. you yeah, if it doesn't sound like something you'd enjoy, don't buy. Yeah, but also if like you don't need it, mm-hmm. you know. If 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 you do suffer from anxiety, it's worth giving it a go. Yeah, I'd highly, I can, I'd highly recommend. I mentioned on Jar before, like when I was taking propranolol, I think it's called mm. for my anxiety. Mm-hmm. Um, and what that would do for me is make it so I couldn't like feel my heart rate. Like, um, which is quite nice, but I had all the weird side effects. Whereas with CBD, I get that same calming effect without the side effects, any side effects. So it's good for me. Um, it does. It does fucking wonders for my anxiety because it's like my mind is so active, and I I barely ever like ever notice my breathing because I'm always in a state of panic or just like so overwhelmed. Whereas like if I have CBD, it's just like I actually know I'm breathing. It's like my, yeah. I'm so just clear of anything going on in my brain. It's just like well, we tried um, like a CBD like coffee. There's like one that's mm. popped up in a town near us, mm. like a little shop that sells it. And it's like it's like a nice combination. 
yeah. caffeine and a bit of CBD. Because it's, yeah. not, it's not too much CBD. It was like 7 mg. Mm-hmm. So it's quite like a nice a nice tint of, Just calm. of calmness. Yeah. And it's like you can get the water-soluble CBDs now that you can like you can put in coffees as well. Mm-hmm. It's like there's so many varieties for it. It's just like there's never not a reason to try it. But with coffee specifically, it works so well. Love it. Damn, it's a shame we don't have a CBD sponsor right now. Okay, it's time to go back to Gumby. Gumby. Can't wait for the Donda review. Four hours long with three hours being dedicated to the first song, Donda Chant, and the other hour is the rest of the album. And um, Tom left one saying, Hey Rudy Gunas, have you heard Kanye West Donda? If so, what did you think? The responses have been pretty mixed, so it would be interesting to hear your thoughts. And someone replied to that comment with something I thought was pretty funny. Uh, Niha. James said he hates it already because he's the master troll. Alex will like some parts of it, but overall have negative feelings. And Jamie is a wild card. He either will think it's the best album or worse than Jesus is King. Um, well, I've already made my opinion somewhat known. Yeah, so we're going into topics. Let's talk about Donda. 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 So. Who wants to get this going? Where to start with this album? I don't like it. I don't think it's a good album. And by Kanye standards, it's really not good. But saying that, there is some songs on this album that are some of his best. Junior is absolutely incredible. Believe Both. what I say. Incredible. Uh, was it God... Uh, Jail, I uh, I like it. I wouldn't say it's one of the better ones on the album. And uh, God Blessed or Busted or whatever that one's called. God Breathed? God Breathed, that one. Well, you like that one? Yeah, I think that's all right. Like, that's on the same level as Jail for me. Um, but the other songs, um, just shit. <laughs> well, Jim, what's your top level? Terrible. Top level? Um, what's your, what are your feelings? I like it. I like it more with every listen. How many times have you listened to the entire thing? Because it's so long, it it's not like I'd listen through it the same way I would other albums, because... Yeah. Because that's the trouble I've been having. I've only listened to the whole thing once mm. in one go, but I've listened to, like, chunks of it yeah. separately. So what, like... what I'll do is I'll listen to, like, a third of it, do something else and then when I get a chance I'll listen to another third mm. and continue where I left off so I, I've listened through the whole thing probably like five times at this point okay so you're the most experienced out of us mm. here um, my gut is the because we were pretty we were pretty hard on Jesus as King when that came out mm. and we are pretty disappointed with that I don't really have that same kind of feeling because it is such a dense album and there's so many songs in there and I've got enough like examples of songs I really enjoy on it um, that I do appreciate the album. It's interesting at the very least. It feels, it's not like Jesus King where I'm like, I just don't, I, <laughs> yeah, I yeah. can't with any of this, but it just comes together a bit cleaner. Um, but at the same time, I'm still... 
like my favorite Kanye albums, I can just listen to the whole thing, like whenever. Yeah. I, d I can't see me basically ever doing that with Donda. I don't think I like the the lower parts enough for me to bother doing that. There's just some songs on it that I can't not skip. I find it quite boring at points. Right. I I did agree. For the thing is, I've I've always found with Kanye that it, it there there is a familiarity you get with a, an album of his, mm. where even the stuff you don't like so much. It, it it grows on you. It's placement within the album, like, fits. Mm. And it, I think there's one song that I straight up can't listen to. Do you remember which one? This is actually a problem with the album, because I think the, the names of the songs are really bad. Yeah, yeah. Because it's, it's just kind of a repetitive motif, <laughs> to be honest. Yeah. Um. It's just, like, a bit heavy on the God stuff. God and Jesus. Yeah, that that's another thing. Because um, that was the thing about Jesus is King, where I enjoyed a lot of the beats and the production and the sound of it, but it was just like the the wordplay and the lyrics, the lyricism. Yeah. That I, I, just, I just couldn't. Really weak. Um, and it's still a minor, well, it's still one of the things about this album, um, be it the, the censoring of swears and uh, just the current Kanye-isms. Um, yeah, this this is something I've sort of gone on a journey with. Um, I don't think current Kanye is all that different from previous Kanye. Yeah, what um, do you mean? With because I I kept thinking like with the religious stuff, like he was never this religious, but he's had no, he's well, like Jesus walks. Yeah, it was like his original banger, and um, uh, we all adore Life of Pablo and. Like the first song, Ultralight Beam, well, the whole album is like full of. Yeah, it starts and ends on straight up like gospel yeah. music. Um, but for me, what the difference is, is I just, I just think like the energy in the wordplay is just a bit superior in that older stuff. Um, not to say that there isn't good, like proper Kanye stuff that I felt like I didn't get from Jesus King that I'm actually getting here. Like, the, like when I heard Believe What I Say. Is that the one? Mm. Mm. I was just like, yeah. Just immediately, like, yeah, I like this. I'm into yeah, this. It's, it's just a good song. And the same with Junior. Like, it's such a Kanye song. Him, like, referencing some Japanese fashion designer, like, watch thing. It's, like, so specific and so Kanye. And, like... Yeah. But I do, I do think... Um, this is... This, this album, it sounds, and with what he talks about, especially on Jesus Lord, I think this album is Kanye kind of at his lowest. Really? He he says stuff that you would never expect Kanye to say. Mm. Like, have you ever... I, I don't remember the specific uh, terminology he uses, but he, he says something along the lines of, like, did you ever want to live a different life? Have you ever wanted to be a different person? Mm. It's like... I feel like old Kanye would never have said that, but Kanye in the specific scenario he's in now. Hmm. Yeah, I, I mean, this is still like sort of initial impressions for me. If you've had five listens, that's mm. four more than me to kind of break down the lyrics. Whereas I, yeah. I made like a mini playlist of just the songs I know I like and have been listening to. Yeah. Um. Well, 
Jesus, Jesus Lord is a good example of one where, like, at first I was like, ugh, mm. don't like this. But if if you actually listen to like the the lyrics and stuff, it's kind of like the thirty hours of this album. Really? Yeah, he's like telling a story. Mm. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, it is like two hours. It's like breaking down a movie or something. There's yeah, so much to talk about. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't really know. I can't go into it in too much depth. Um, I don't know. I'm not like I'm not that passionate right now if i'm being real it's like mm. yeah well I like it for what it is my knee jerk was this album isn't good mm. it's not a good album but i kept listening to it i kept getting like i don't know why yeah i keep listening to songs from it I keep yeah well that, that's how it started for me i found four songs that i liked and was mm-hmm. just listening to them and then thought if i like was, these so much yeah, i'm listening to them the so album. much i'm gonna give it a go again so i did added like another two songs and then it sort of just progressed from there. Um, I think <clears throat> with that, the way you're saying that how it's going on you, I think you need to come back to this album further down the line. You need to talk about it in seven months' time. Once you've not, once you've stopped listening to them, and you start listening to to them again, you'll pick up on things, and your opinion will change on it. I think that's probably what will happen with this album. Well, honestly, I had like anti hype for that album. Because yeah. I found it so obnoxious the way the like date kept being pushed and all this like just nonsense around it and the glib glob bullshit and yeah yeah these viewing parties and whatnot yeah in a way I'm kind of glad that's how it panned out because at first it was like oh shit Kanye album out this Friday mm. I was like oh no oh shit Kanye album coming out next Friday oh no and then that for like a month and a half. And then it finally drops. Like, all hype is gone at that point. Yeah. I'd already heard a bunch of the songs just in, mm-hmm. like, Twitter videos and shit. Um, so hype wasn't really a thing that affected, like, it, it wasn't like, I like Kanye, he just dropped an album, so I like it. Mm-hmm. It, it like, leveled my expectations. So I feel like I can actually appreciate the album for what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Does any of the, like, controversy stuff affect your opinion in any way? Mm, yes. Yeah, I think it's distasteful. Mm. Yeah, it's, I guess especially considering the fact it's supposed to be like the... It's like a love letter to his mum. Mm. So having like... A serial fucking abuser on it is not very... Yeah, like multiple. Mm. <laughs> like, then I don't like those songs and I won't listen to them. Because they're the, the part two, so I just yeah, yeah, listen the, to the part ones. I, I think... The, the part two shouldn't be on the album. Yeah, I agree I, with that. I it think would... the problem this album has, and I know you might disagree with me, Jim, but there's a fucking great album in there. It's just been pumped up so fucking big. Cut that album down to 10 songs and you've got a fucking great album. It doesn't need to be 20 songs, yeah. 27 songs long. It just becomes... You're talking about how you can't listen to it all in chunk in like a full sitting. It's far. There's too much there. Like after, after about half hour of the vibe of this album, I don't. I. I. Yeah, the, I, I don't, don't actually. I don't it. inherently have a problem with a long album, um, but it needs to be refreshing. It yeah. needs to actually want you to listen to it. Like the produ- the production in this album is good, but the songs are too long. They stretch it out and they blow everything. 
cut some of those songs down to like two, two, two thirty minutes, mm. and you've got a great song. But it's like when it's so repetitive, why would you continue listening? Yeah, I'm curious how I am going to feel about this in six months. Yeah, my my bet is that I'm going to feel the same way. Like as you are right now, it won't grow or falter. Yeah. Yeah, the thing is, I I like an album where I, I don't have to just listen through it once and my opinion is like sorted. That's what I mean. It's definitely more interesting and I actually enjoy the conversation around it more. Mm-hmm. There's like a bit of debate. People have a range of different opinions about it. Yeah. I just know that the best songs in this aren't ever going to stop being the best songs. Like Junior is probably a top three song, Kanye song ever. It generally can't. That, 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 that song's so fucking good. It's just a shame it was on this album for me. I think Off the Grid is a better song. I, I, it, the three songs that I really like is Believe What I Say, Off the Grid, and Junior. Those three are like in it was when we because we first started listening to it together in in a car and in the it pizza. was and I was like yeah whatever until yeah Off the Grid there's that <laughs> yeah well I, f- from the get go I think Jail is such a good song for the album to start on because mm-hmm. I mean that is the start of the album like Don Dechan is just. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> with Jay Z coming back as well. Yeah, it's the kind of thing I, I sort of only, I, I never thought it would really happen. I get bad feelings about it though. Well, I just because his appearance in another album, mm. I think it's not because he. <laughs> I don't think it's like because he wants to reconnect with Kanye. I just don't think it's that. Maybe he says uh, it might be the return of the throne. It's not the return of the phone. <laughs> yeah, I guess with the jail thing, like what you mentioned earlier, it just... I don't get the point of the part two one. I feel like the message yeah. is communicated pretty well and the story's told really well in that first jail thing and having Jay-Z be the feature on it. Yeah. As opposed yeah, to... Yeah, it makes total sense. It's it's really bizarre, the fact that he did the part twos on the album mm-hmm. but if you really wanted to I think the junior part 2 works better better. I think shorter. every other part 2 is better than Jail and Jail's yeah. one of my favourite songs from the album mm-hmm. so you'd think just having another version of it would be good would be but, good yeah yeah but yeah it's distasteful as fuck well speaking of distasteful as fuck God, Drake also dropped his fucking lover boy album um we got to start with the album cover. I think it's funny how like Kanye's album is just like a black square, <laughs> and uh, yeah, <laughs> Drake's one is like a bunch of pregnant emojis, um, which, like, it's it's an all it's one of the worst album covers ever. In it's my fucking atrocious. Um, but, and it would be bad enough just on its own, but the fact that it's like Damien Hirst like credited like as the artist, and it, it has this whole like layer of like cuntiness yeah to me where it's like really <laughs> like th- <laughs> like this is the kind of shit that it looks like a meme that you'd see on twitter but because damon <laughs> hurst did it like then it's art now mm-hmm. um, and that's his, this you know he's quite a controversial artist or whatever so you know he's quite a controversial character at this point but i listened through some of it skipped through some of it <laughs> um mm-hmm. creepy guy I creepy don't... music I, the, the the lesbian thing 
is like so strange <laughs> on um do, do you know girls yeah. want girls yeah i i don't like drake as an artist he is so unbelievably bland and boring that I would I'd rather listen to the worst songs on Donda on repeat for the next fucking two hours than listen to any fucking Drake album ever. Like there's no reason to listen to this album. I I, I commend you if you can make it through this album. Cause I was like I thought, you know what, even though the album cover's trash, uh Give it a listen. Give it. A, I'll, I'll give. It, I'll give Drake a fair shot this time. Yeah, I did the same thing and started with Champagne Poetry, that first mm-hmm. song. It's like a five and a half minute song or something. Also, yeah, I did just criticize Kanye for bloating an album, but isn't some of Drake's albums like thirty plus songs? This one is an hour and twenty six. How many songs? Twenty one songs. So far well, one of his old, were, it was one I of think his old Scorpion ones. is like the really blurred one. No, that's an hour and a half too. Yeah, it tends to look like his sort of. Okay. Yeah. I won't. I won't give him that criticism then that I gave Kanye. So sorry, Drake. You're not. At least with you're the Kanye thing, shit. you're just shit. Like a really long album like that is kind of different for his discography. And, yeah. Um, I guess it's just what is what's the intent? What do you read from the intent of that? Yeah, I, I'm I'm like so hung up on this album cover. It's just another thing where it's like I see it being shared and talked about, and I'm like, that's not real. It's, I'm just being. Yeah, I, it's a meme again. Hmm. Like it's a joke. I thought it was a joke. It's like it. So the, there was the whole drama with him and Pusha T, where Pusha T revealed that he has a son. Mm. That he's just like ditched. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, okay, if he supports the kid, whatever. The the implication from this album is that he's got like loads of sons. He's a f- loads of kids that he he's just sort of ditched and like it's not really something to to boast about. I don't think. Yeah, with the like with the imagery of the album and then the name of it, Certified Lover Boy. <laughs> But have you heard the song, uh, Pappy's Home? Yeah, I did listen to that. Yeah, and he's like, to all my sons out there. Yeah. It's he's like, basically just bragging about, about how many being girls a he's fucking got cunt, basically. Mm-hmm. Not a surprise. It's Drake. Yeah, but he's got like Kid Cootie's on there, Jay Z's on there. It's yeah. Jay Z's on there. It's he like, got- I don't even think Jay Z can bring this fucking album up. His song's really bad, actually. This is the thing with Drake. He, he like James said, he's just boring. I, he's so boring. The, the nothing he's was delivering. going on. Yeah, honestly, it's so like monotone and like he like doesn't even care about what he's saying. Okay, do two- you think uh, his music is ghostwritten? Yes, but it's like so passionless to me. I'm pretty sure it is ghostwritten. I'm pretty sure that's that's just been confirmed. Well, that was the rumor from "To Pimp a Butterfly" mm. that he, that Kendrick was talking about Drake. Yeah, but I don't know if it's been confirmed. But yeah, it does sound like like he doesn't really care. Um, using sample of "Way Too Sexy" for my shirt. Mm-hmm. It's it. 
so corny. <laughs> yeah, it's incredibly corny. There's like a lack of taste, and it's just boring. Like it, but that's just like that just describes all of his albums pretty much to me. It's just him, Drake in general. Everything he does will have that vibe. No, I, I I heard a cool quote from Kanye from an interview from seven years ago. Yeah, where he said like he he. It's, it, he was talking about like Yeezus and his music going forward from Yeezus. Um, he said like he's thinking about his music being played like 50, 100, 150 years down the line. Yeah. The stuff that's going to stand out and be remembered. Because this is the exact type of shit that he's in, in 50 years time. Yeah, who's going to remember? Back? Holy water is my beverages. <laughs> I won't yeah, no, that. but like that, the sound of Donder is like, whoa. Yeah. Like, sh- shit is just going That's what on. keeps me going, even with, like, the crazy lyricism. Yeah, That's yeah. For me. And even when he says, like, the, the lame, like, Buzz Lightyear line and shit, it's <laughs> like, it, it's, he holds it up on that super unique production. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like, Drake just uses Trap Beat 3 <laughs> over, <laughs> over Too Sexy for My think Shorts. Donda, out of Kanye's, uh, discography will be remembered more than his other stuff. I think Donda's more likely to be forgotten for the music, for the album itself. The situation around it will be the only thing that he's remembered by. No, I, I think Not it's too... Thing, but... Donda... I think Donda has a really strong identity. It's got this, like, cold, harsh production juxtaposed with the, like, really religious stuff. Hmm. He doesn't really make religion sound attractive. He doesn't make me... Yeah, whereas with, like, Jesus is King, I felt like it was... Yeah, it, it felt forced. Like, mm. he was trying to make this this glory-sounding shit. Well, it was, yeah, it was a gospel album. Yeah. Whereas Donder, it's like... It, it, it feels like a classic slice of Kanye. Like it's it's him how he feels at the time, and his like his thoughts and beliefs, just uh, f- from that time, released and put into music. I'm glad to, to know you enjoyed it and we've listened to it. Um, I, I I don't feel the need to jump in and listen to the whole thing right away yet, but I will. Yeah, sooner I, or later. You don't want to force it ever. I only listened yeah. through it over and over because I wanted to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I so don't you feel could like say that you force yourself to like the songs. No. No, I'm st- I'm literally saying the opposite. I you th- force yourself for <laughs> not. No, even not. even the the stuff I didn't like, I I gave it a fair shot. No, you force yourself. A fair shot is the first listen. No, if if you never. If if you always take shit at face value, because like it, it's the same sort of journey I went on with um, Igor by Tyler the Creator. Mm. It's like at first it's like, what, what is this music trying to be? Well, I had that reaction to Life of Pablo before. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that was the first Kanye album I listened to, and I I remember getting to, um, what's that the bleached asshole bit? Yeah, bleached asshole song, and I was like, Jesus Christ, this fucking sucks. <laughs> this is so bad. But then something just, like, I just had to hear it again. Yeah. Yeah. I had the same thing. It, was a, it wasn't it was the Bleached Asshole song. It was, like, a different one. 
and you'll say, what is it about this? And then you just get sucked into the album and then you just love the whole album. Yeah. See, that thing you're talking about to me is production. That I, the only reason I'll ever go back to a song or keep listening to a song, and I've said this so many times, the production is the only thing that will carry a song ever. The reason I like the junior Believe What I Said is because the production's great. Because it doesn't get stale or boring like the other songs in Donda. For me, um, one of the things I'm actually looking for most out of Kanye is humour. Yeah. I think he's really funny. Yeah, he's hilarious. Um, And there's actually some funny stuff on um, Donda. Yeah, there is. But also um, heart from Kanye. Mm -hmm. Yeah. He's got a a way of like speaking directly to... He's he's quite earnest. Yeah. Well... I don't know if Ernest is the right word for Kanye. Yeah, no, you're right. Not not Ernest. He's he's just real. Honest? Yeah. Yeah, honest, for sure. Which is the complete fucking opposite of Drake. Yeah. Kanye is honest. Drake is the most fucking fake fucking bitch you can fucking find. <laughs> don't you like his like, little heart hair thing? I fucking hate it, bro. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you can just copy and paste Drake. You can't copy and paste Kanye. What uh, What's the read on uh, Donda right now? Broadly, do people like it? Is I it think more... people. I think people have just loved it. I I think it's a case by case basis. Mm. It's such a. It is a weird album. Yeah, yeah, it's super polarized. I feel like it's similar to how people would have responded to Yeezus when that dropped. Right. Like some people saying it's just like the the best thing ever released by anyone yeah. ever. Yeah, this is one I need to trash. listen to again too. Yeah, there's there's certain Kanye albums I've never really bothered with, and Yeezus is one of them because like we talk about music when we're together, and you'll talk about like a Kanye album, and I'll be like, I have no fucking clue what it is or any of the songs on it, because I just don't. I don't know album like Kanye albums. I just know his really good songs. Because it's just like Life of Pablo is like the first Kanye album I actually like fully listened to. See, I like the whole experience of a like super solid album. Yeah, it's like uh, it's different to just listening to singles. It's a it's like a whole story, a whole package. Um, yeah, that's what I mean about the Kanye slice. Mm-hmm. You, you just get like a slice of of his crazy perspective in this time of his life. Mm-hmm. And the the way he like references stuff from previous albums as well, like yeah, you, you get to go on this journey with him. Well, anything else on uh, Drake or Kanye before we go into the mid? Huh? No. Um, Kanye's clothesline is pretty fucking gross. I think we should do an episode where all we're all wearing those jackets. The, is it the blue one? That blue, <laughs> yeah. It looks yeah, yeah. so disgusting. People actually buy that. And the three hundred dollar jacket thing. Looks <laughs> fucking shit. We'll see you after these donders. Good afternoon, morning, evening, or night, ladies and gentlemen. This is the part of the show where we head over to Patreon and give a lovely shout out to all our gorgeous. Patreons who help support the show. So, a big thank you to Fapping and Clapping It's Happening, Lapping Up the Sap That I've Splat on the Mat and the Substance is Masculine, Travis King, Dildo Dabbins, Noro Shift, Mila, 
Shut up. Joe McNamara. Some more one. Zap Coleman. Big Stormy. The Trail Wee Banana. The Curry episode is the best episode. Grant Connor. Jack Price. Kelly Levine. Argie gets into Alex's secret stash of knobbly bobblies and has the best time of his life. Jamie Quirwas. Kalki. While Weepia's access memories. <laughs> Pip Pop Penny, aka Speedman VG from the Halocom. Stone Weevil. The Tom Tom Tiggy, aka Tornado Ricardo the Fourth, AAAK, Britain's greatest rapper. The Electrified Gamer One. Mies Varke Visser. Designed <laughs> with an island in Grindset. Arve Cunt. Ben Boacom. Valmond Milk. Harvey Cohen. Matthew Edge. Callum Crick. James is James. Lesser, greater, middling. Makes no difference. The, gr- d- the degree is arbitrary. The definition's blurred. If I'm too chew. Fat obese. Toe sucker. Sandy image versus Ruby Doo Dawn of the Planet of the Dibbies. <laughs> Your kids don't like falafel. Lord Jaquita, the king of the Banana Republic. Mr. Chips, the football fan, sits on a toilet, squeezes hard, wipes and is pleased to see that the toilet remains unsullied. Drake clapping dot gif. Reject normal versus curry embrace corncast 19 yaddle rising revengeance. Jim Boobler. Ick Benjam. Tonios Welt. Sad Nietzsche shit. Hello stranger, my name's the pisser and I need to be punished. Punch my door, scratch my side, daddy needs to get his hubcaps off. Clunge Bob Spunk Trunks. Ah, yeah, ah. Jen Jen. Found these parts, I'm known as the leaking long cock Leonard. My dick is very long and I be pissing and coming, hence the name. Crash Punk. Cosney McDunk McGungdle. Schnort. Minga Dinger is back, baby. I lost my job, but I asked my whore wife for Penny for Du Bois. Rejoice. Fancy Nancy. Pov, you're forced to clean the gruesome sludge from the door of the Dream Lounge. Big Chungus. Ladies and gooners of the audience, I regret to inform you that you have just lost the game. Yemi the Ferret. Salad 533. King Shark from the hit film The Suicide Squad has devoured my pussy and refuses to de- to return it. Jesus. I didn't key the piss, I was giving it racing stripes. <laughs> Ocean's Eleven, except Adam breaks into James's jazz vault packed with Osaka and tomboys. Krusty Kamikaze. Gaul. Harriet Broadley. The Pongo Picamorous episode. Big Cheezer. Servals are kind of c- cool. Initial CBD. My tongue is fat, my tongue wench. Wench, where's the wench? Oh dear, it is. Hey, uh oh, I'm stuck. Uh, hey, my tongue is fat. Ba bup, ba bup, ba bup, qua. Ooh. Oven hut. Certified lover boy. <laughs> the bush bush. Imported guest. Star platinum. <laughs> Star Platinum Zawawaldo. Tom Boanek has no funny Dark Souls reference this month. Played it on your recommendation and now it's my favourite game, thanks. Great to hear. Gilbert the Awesome One. 
Sir, permission to leave the station. For what purpose, pisser dick? To include a battle pass in Halo, in Halo Infinite. Permission denied. Nate's minifigs. Flashbang urine, Caucasian, green long ago. The four nations lived together in harmony. Then James created pisser dick. <laughs> O11IE2. Huge thanks to Master Chief. Hit this spliff with me before we take out the Covenant. Alex and Jamie, stop gaslighting James' challenge. Big Mouth Episode IX, The Douche of Nick Kroll. Cobalt Rad. Peak Denpeng. Dog po- <laughs> Sorry, Pog Dog. Drain My Cock Johnson. Chaser the Dragon. Mr. Topside. Drillers in Paris, a.k.a. Wigger Cr- Crinch, a.k.a. Slipbob Mod, a.k.a. Poodavara. Will you eat the butcher's treat? Joseph Jewish Jarling. Wait a month to get your name read and Alex reads it wrong. Fuck you, Alex. Jack, Tom Fudging Armstrong. Welcome to the Islamic Communist Revolution. Hi, hi honey, I'm home from the future. Piss Drinkers Unleashed. Aaron Kavanaugh. Michael Mann 2000. Stephen is Human. Meekly. Connotada. Butter me up some porn on the cob. Up on Melancholy Hill is a Mazda 3. The baboony Matanui eats so much ratatouille, his goat seat afterwards is rather pooey. Those are some bars. <laughs> Katia fucking Manigan and wait, where's David Wallace? Can we get a clip of James saying nice cock whilst cupping James Jamie's ballsack? True story, I bought the Golden Freddy on eBay and for no reason after buying it, my account got banned. <laughs> Thomas Martin. Before I hand this iPad off to you, you should know that I let Pissadick use it and now it's full of piss. Swish swish. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with him? <laughs> I think he's got stage fright. <laughs> uh, Quebec Films. Shout out to my friend and fellow jarling Lillian. Eleanor, question mark. More like Eleanot. Marcus Chandler. Aura, Keck Flexington. Numa Numa Banana. Ben, Fartbag. George Kenwood Parker. Gez, not Jez. Fiddle, aka The. Dream Awful 2142, Fiona Gorman, Melvin Melvin, brother of the Joker, King Kong Fan 3, Goose aka Guy Who Makes Films aka Tandoori Mixed Grill Consumer, Jack Jack Johnson Johnson, Acolyte, Danny G Bass Lord, Woodpecker from Mars, Edgy Erica, David David Foster Wallace Wallace, Maze Digital Love Feet Daft Punk, Couple of Cow Cuds, Check out Mates Finney on Instagram. Lewis Big Boy Borshro Horsborough. Ferdia Plyman. Are they just trying to catch me out with some of these tongue twisters? Please review the Shreddies Twitter banner. I wonder what all the hentai artists I've pledged to think when they see my name being something wacky every month. Nando's, Sam, Mordekaiser Mains Rise Up, Adam Johnston, Tom Buis, Jam, Froggy Online, Big Ol' Bovril, <laughs> Joel Stewart. Gut Flora. <laughs> Kane the main when... From when blackbirds fly. Jake White. Big Whoops. Gremblo. Cooter Panda. Abby Clifford. Lucy Ties an Asian a- <laughs> anal queen. Randy Ruins Patreon. Shellman. The Pooh Man. Jake Graham. Katia fucking Manigan. And last but not least, David Wallace. Thanks, everyone. Welcome to the second half of the Jarcast, where we answer questions from the subreddit. Head over to the suggestion thread and ask us whatever the hell you like. Mr. Tenma is going to start us off. 
How many Jameses would it take to fight one bear-sized Jamie? They didn't specify what bear. How many Jamie? How many Jameses would it take to take on one Jamie? First of all, because I'm saying at least Jamie. I'm saying four. Jamie, you've got some right fucking ego with you at the moment. <laughs> Let's be real. I've got bigger feet. How does that help you defeat him in a fight? Yeah, that that makes that you means... easier to trip up. More weight. And do you know what weight means? More pain. No, know. for real. I think I think uh, us fighting will be about equal. <laughs> Fuck me. <laughs> Don't destroy my Yankee. It would be equal. Because I do have a height and reach advantage over you. And I can kick pretty hard. So I'm not gonna I'm not gonna try and get into like a grappling ball with you because I know I'll be at a disadvantage. I'm not getting close to you. Cause you've got you've got mass. You will hit me fucking hard and it will hurt. <laughs> so to beat that to beat that I will just use range and my feet. I'll kick. Cause I I c I'm confident in my kicks. Because one kick to the side of your ribs, and that yeah, that can fuck you up. Should me and James just fight on Jar? You know, that's exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> kind of a fight in the garage. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the fucking bang. sumo wrestle in the garage. Yeah. I But, like, at the end of the day, with the way it works in fighting, is there would there's no competition between us. What do you mean? Because we'd be in different weight classes. So be I'd be in fight. a heavier weight. You would, exactly. So that, therefore, you... Yeah. Therefore, I win. <laughs> Pretty much. Like... <laughs> <laughs> okay, what about the actual question, then, about a uh, how many Jameses it would take to take down one bear-sized Jamie? Let's see. Oh, fuck. Let's say it's a grizzly. Grizzly-sized. <laughs> I'm going to say... I'm, no, I'm trying to picture... Yeah, does, how do does you... Jamie look for... Is it, yeah, is it like a red I... dead bear with Jamie's skin <laughs> no, on? it's like an animorph-type yeah. situation. Yeah, like, am I an actual, like... Bear. Like James said, like a bear wearing a skin suit of me. Or, or you're or just a human that fits that the has same the space of, of, a, a bear. of a grizzly. So you're just a big, a giant... You're you. This is the thing, the Jarlings, they got to get more specific with these questions. Yeah. You know, yeah. How can we answer this? we get this? lost in the minutiae. Well, yeah, because, like... The, and when, when it comes to size... Does it mean literal like height, or does it mean does it mean mass? Like, am I width ways the mass mm. of a bear? If we're just gonna give them credit and just let's just say, Skins. you know, that using the wording bear size Jamie, it's just you the size of a grizzly bear. So a bear so with a Jamie skin. No, that's not what he's saying. I think he's saying if I if when I stood up. I'm the height of a grizzly bear when a grizzly bear is stood up. No, I don't think you could. You could have ten Jameses surround that at the same time, and I'd still be fucked. I don't think in that, any. That fight, is an ob obscenely powerful being. Yeah, like, like my how? exact proportions stretched out to the the height to of a, a bear. Grizzly. Yeah, you can't. That's too much. That's yeah. too, that. That's way too. Far. It's like the lions versus the sun. It's like yeah, <laughs> it's not yeah, even a fight. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what well, reverse it? What about Alex's versus a James Bear? No, the, here's the thing with the the Alex X James fight. I think me and Alex are probably not in hugely different weight classes. 
Because in terms of Alex reach... Alex is heavier than me, so going by weight classes, if I'm in a different one to you... Mm. No, but me and Alex are more similar. Uh, I don't even know. I haven't checked in so long. I'm positive, Alex, not regressive. <laughs> but in terms of like our height and our reach, we're quite similar because we're pretty much almost the same size. Hmm? So I think that's where we'd be fair. Is is you've got you've got the Beltman mass. Like, the Belt, I can't. The Beltman booty. <laughs> I don't have Beltman mass. It's no matter what, I'm going to lose. To death. Yeah. I don't know. I just don't really want to be talking about bears right now. It's making me stressed. Does the thought of a bear stress you out? No. I, I've mentioned it before and I'll say it again. I fucking hate bears. <laughs> How can you hate bears? Because they're the they're the most frightening animal. They're, I'm not scared. If I Nah, if you'd seen this YouTube video I'd seen, man. <laughs> You're getting all of your like bear information from YouTube. <laughs> it's like, if, yeah. I, if I'm in America in the in the the wilderness. I was gonna call it the outback, but I know Australians will get upset. But let's say I'm in like Canada or one of these states in the middle. I was just like going to my garage and there's a bear like well, you'd just be like, oh, that's cool. There's just a chill bear there. Well, no, <laughs> it'll, like... it'll probably be walking down from the trees to, like, having a nose. And if I just walk and do what I'm doing, it's like, why is it going to give no, a if shit? No, I, if, I if, if I lived in America and I lived in a state where there were bears... How many guns would you own? So many. Would you no, go illegal bear guns. and get, like, what? machine guns and stuff you just need, to feel safe? You need to no, actually... No. Just... Conf like, how many people... Actually, get attacked by bears. <laughs> How many people no, are being attacked? I actually attacked? like going into the wilderness. Is the thing, um, but here we don't have to worry about. Um, Would monsters. you go into the wilderness if you lived there? With a shotgun slung over my shoulder, maybe. would you? But do you think that would actually make it more enjoyable? You do you think? Like do you think you're gonna bear. be able to fucking fuck up a grizzly with a shotgun? But you, <laughs> me? Well, in this instance, I'd be an American, so I'd be like, yeehaw, you know. <laughs> I, I, I don't want to. No, I feel like a shotgun could take down a bear. Nah, a grizzly's gonna get if it fucking wants you. It's getting you. Nah, if you have a shotgun, I feel like you could put that thing off. Well, some bear right, we're going to America there. and we're testing it for a week. <laughs> yeah, we smear ourselves in honey and peanut butter <laughs> and just run into the woods. Come on, come on, we've got a test to do. <laughs> no, but like, I I'm not gonna have beef with bears when like bear cubs are the cutest fucking thing. No, no, no. I saw it's one, all part of I the saw design. a picture of one today. They're creepy. They're cute as fuck, bro. Have you they seen them the... standing up and their weird arms? <laughs> yeah, they're, they're so their proportions cute. are creepy as hell. Yeah, when they I stand love up. that. No, but I'm I'm strange because nah, I, I think I snakes enjoy are cute. like mammals, you know, not bears. <laughs> Next question: Blue whales, <laughs> fine. No, whales are scary. <laughs> Fucking whales are disgusting. They're, they're not psychos. I would. Wait, what? They're not disgusting. Whales aren't gross. They're, they're stunning. Fucking, like, they are seals. stunning, but they're scary. They're they're like they're scary. But I, I would rather be in an ocean near a whale than be in a woods near a bear. No, if no. you're in the ocean yes. without, without a boat. No, that's not. No, no. Yeah, yeah. No, that's that's equivalent because yeah, that's a, you're not going to go into the wild with a jeep with a machine gun on. Yeah, if if that's that's the equivalent you have to make if if. If okay, you're on a yeah, boat without... in, the, in the ocean, then you have to be in, like, a Humvee in the woods. Mm. Well, 
Yeah, no, that's that. Makes <laughs> nah, you're just being pedantic. No, no, that's fair. That, that is fair. That is fair. So, but, you, no, but the it, what it breaks down into is that the whale is just less scary than the bear. Whales are inherently less scary than bears. I disagree. What do you mean? You, you find it more existentially scary because they're just so odd and they make scary they're noises. They're huge. But I'm scared by their shit size. No, dude, if you're face to face with a grizzly, the size of that thing is. I'm not going to be face to face with a grizzly and I'm not going to be face to face with a whale. <laughs> Yeah, well, you're the ones talking about how scary the, the size day, of whales like, are. You can't drop that I'm long. more scared of the sea than I am the, the land. See, the, I can't swim! No, that <laughs> is one thing, though. Um, land stuff inherently... like it's, it's where we're meant to be. Hmm. That's one of the reasons ocean creatures are terrifying. Because they, they, they live I'll in a not, different I'll realm. I'll not debate you on that one. The ocean is terrifying. Hmm. We're out of our element. Yeah. But forests, scary. Well, to be honest, a, a, like a modern human is pretty much out of their element in any... Yeah, <laughs> yeah anywhere that isn't like a, a 21st century estate. <laughs> yeah. Um, that question was supposed to be just like the little quick, like, let's get into the question <laughs> segment. And it's like... <laughs> and you had to go and bring up bears. It's it's the it's okay, the animal then. curse. Why? <laughs> if animals come up, yes. that's just twenty minutes gone. <laughs> so I've just no. Obviously, we've got a polar bear toy literally there. Yeah. And obviously, a polar bear is just a polar scary bear. Polar bears are scary. Yeah, like, uh, if polar I bear see or grizzly bear, what's scarier to you? Polar, polar bear, because there's just zero chance you'll zero chance you'll survive. Yeah. Like, uh, no, I'm not. I would never mess with. If you see a polar bear, I'm getting the fuck away. I see a bear. No, like, if you see a polar bear and like you have nowhere to lock yourself away from, you're, you're fucked. Yeah, because even if you do, there's still like a ninety percent chance <laughs> it's getting in there and killing you. Because they're hungry. Those fuckers are hungry and they're gonna eat. Yeah, they're, they're living in a hostile, horrendous environment. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's crumbling beneath their feet. Mm. I I I question how the polar bears came to be. How did anything come to be, James? <laughs> no, but when did the bear become it. the polar bear? When it went up, God, where it just cold? went. <laughs> Let's see this one from Wumbo the Elephant. Have you guys seen <laughs> X Iceman 3X video from like four years ago where he talks about how he's leaving YouTube? It's really weird to see this ancient jar meme's legacy end with such a whimper. And the whole tone of the video is like the bizarre manifesto from a guy who peaked in high school making Modern Warfare 2 videos, mourning how his dedication to this dying art form took a toll on his development as a person. To be honest, the, the thing I've that seen took every a, Iceman video. <laughs> the thing that took a toll on his development was Alex. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, bye bye man. No, I hope it, that's my dream is to get Iceman on the cast. Really? Yeah. Fuck PewDiePie. Fuck Jacksepticeye. Fuck Gaming Merchant. We need X Iceman on here. <laughs> I take back. Fuck the Gaming Merchant. He's. Okay. No, we love but, we love the but game. You're 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 live on camera saying fuck PewDiePie and fuck Jacksepticeye. Yeah, IHE is going out and saying it. No, I'm gonna need you I, to I, Jacksepticeye. Don't come after me, Jack. You realise he's in um FG. He's in FG, right? Oh, I've really fucked up big time this time. Yeah. Man, they're um, coming after you, I can hear them already. I've never watched a nice man video. Yeah, yes, you have. have. You saw the one you where he, <laughs> we should probably mention who Iceman is. I Iceman. don't actually know how to explain it. 
Iceman's a Canadian COD player. He used to play COD in the Modern Warfare 3. He was, a, he was like, a, it was from that YouTube era with the Reply Girls, and he was basically a Reply Girl who would, like, steal the tags from, like, Rooster Teeth videos. Right. Yes. He would show up in Recommended, which, of course, is how I found him. And he was just too alluring. <laughs> the exact kind of thing that just gets so much entertainment from me. Um, hope he's doing alright. Last time I... I hope he got his radio show that you always wanted. Last time I saw, uh, he was like, he's like a painter and he's got like a truck. He goes around painting or something. That's cool. Yeah. He's making play. his he's making his life. I, I'm respecting that. I hope he's doing well. Yeah, good luck to you, Iceman. <laughs> uh, Great Overlord Chicon says... A recurring topic I've noticed on the show for several years has been the Gears of War series. Do the Jar Boys actually like some of the games or remember them fondly? Or is it a joke? Or is it a joke for them being bad and funny? Um, no. Gears... Wait, who actually thinks Gears is just bad and funny? I unabashedly love Gears of War. No, I... Gears is one of the games I have the best memories of when we used to play it. Because we... Yeah, we went in on Gears of War 3. We played a lot of Gears because it's like Gears 2 came out at a time when we didn't really have Xbox and we couldn't really play together mm -hmm. and then Gears 3 came out and we were all so excited and you would get you'd buy all the pre-order um, skins you can get from all the different yeah. companies well, it was Gears of War 3 was when I was most into Gears of War probably it's one of the it's, a, it's one of the best Xbox 360 era games yeah was when, the 360 era was just solid for very exclusive shit campaign though no, the campaign's sick. I prefer Gears 2 campaign. I prefer the aesthetic. But Gears 3, it ha had Horde. Gears 3 Horde, awesome. Gears 4 Horde, great. Gears 5 Horde. Pfft. No, Gears is incredible. It's it's a game that's always going to stick with us because it's like when a new one comes out, we always have fun on it. it. It has something about the gameplay loop and the way it is that it just is fun. And it's it's... Okay, maybe not with 4. It stayed fairly true to itself. Um, yeah. At least mechanically in 4, it was fairly true. Mm -hmm. They didn't do the Halo and just, like, redesign its whole core foundation for no reason. Yeah, I like it. I just think that original trilogy especially, stupid, dumb, fun, and it takes itself so seriously. Yeah. It, it's... like, it makes it so endearing. Mm. Um, and, like... <laughs> <laughs> there's the like over the top story beats and stuff and just how like melodramatic and silly it is but it is it is weirdly like endearing um so i have a lot of like a yeah the fondness for that original I do. the two main characters of gears of war mm -hmm. no the, the, the four trilogy. characters Delta yeah Scott. yeah yeah mm. yeah just perfect awesome. like actual genius yeah mm -hmm. i don't think they're ever going to be able to come close to what they used to have see because what they I thought they'd 343 did it with Gears of War 4. Yeah. But Gears 5, they made their characters better. They're, they no, definitely they gave them a bit of texture. Yeah. No, I, it, but tonally, it still feels slightly off. Yeah, it's not quite there. It's, it's not. When, when, like, when it's being funny, it's being too funny. Like you know, Marvel it, funny. Yeah. Mm. And when it's being serious, it's being like. It, it's. It's not the blurred lines of uh, where the, the seriousness was the humor. But also, the drama. Mm -hmm. You know, like everyone knows yeah, yeah. the Gears of War two moment with Dom's wife. 
<laughs> which is like the most fucked up shit, but it's so dark. It's, it's like so obscenely dark, but at the same time the the game is like you're you bury underground and you're chainsawing like mm-hmm. underground monsters and the giant worm. <laughs> it's so yeah. goofy. Yeah, it's so stupid, but and it's it's always it is mocked for its like character design. It's character um, design and level design to yeah yeah and the level design. I think it's been min- um, like wrongly like uh, blamed for the whole third person like era because it, it was the one that started the whole yeah, cover based shooting did, yeah. and the, and the grey kind of aesthetic. Yeah, too. it didn't deserve that really because it is such a great game and set of games. Yeah, that's so. actually something I wish they'd go back to was the it, it had an identity in that it was grey and bleak. Mm-hmm. It was depressing. Like the it was depressing, world. and for that, just because it started a bad trend doesn't mean that its identity was bad because of that. Mm. I yeah. think it, it should I'd have. Say by the time it got to three, they actually got a good thing color going palette. in terms of the yeah the color palette. That was like the variety. Yeah. I didn't really like the way Gears Three looked. I, really? Yeah, Gears Three is one of the first games where it was like a big AAA thing that I really wanted to play, and then I played it, and I was like, I'm just gonna stop because I don't really like this. That's fair enough. You, I think you of of Jar the one who likes Gears the least. Yeah, uh, like uh, when we played Gears Three, like um, the the really edgy kind of try hard mode, mm-hmm. like that was fun. And the duo is one you'd always play. Yeah, we just, yeah. Like I love Gears, and like when when the new one came out, we all played it. And I think then I I just hope the next one continues the improvements of Five, and it just makes mm-hmm. all the characters better in it. I do want to say as well the um, the DLC campaign they did for Gears Five, mm. straight up good. I'd I'd the happily yeah, I'd happily play a game with like those characters. They can clearly make new characters in this world that feel yeah. right. Mm-hmm. I think they misstepped massively with the the cast of Gears Four. Yeah, and they sort of yeah, fucked themselves. Awful. Into Gears um, Five, like yeah, but they fixed it in Gears Five because Dell and um, Kate, Kate, they got really mm. good development, and I think the way they used um, um, his son, um, mm-hmm. I think JD, JD, I think the those Kate and Dell carried that story, and it's just they developed in a way that made sense, especially with the, how the game ended. Yeah, and I think they get that can get better, and I just hope they do. But it's, it's nice to see a Microsoft series that's rebooted itself well. Well, so continued it without just killing it. it. Yeah, but it hasn't. It, it hasn't kept its um, heavyweight stature. Oh hell no! Because it used to be like it was Gears, Halo, Forza, mm-hmm. and now now it's, now it's Forza and kind of Gears, and yeah. Halo is probably gonna suck. <laughs> and that's what, that's what Xbox. Has there's on. there's no better time. Than to talk about all the new armors for Halo. Yeah, we might as well mention it. Since yeah, we've just talking about Halo so much. Um, so three for three, like, have shown off for the new MCC Master Chief Collection season. They're adding a bunch of like armor to Halo Three, and it's been like a huge controversial sticking point in the Halo community. Why people are debating? So. Some people love it. Like properly love it, and others are like, "This fucking ruins the like style of Halo." Wait, is this the the stuff James put in? Yeah, yeah. That's only a portion of it. There's more. That's that's Halo Three. Yeah, they're adding it into Halo Three. Yeah, 
Okay, that's even more insulting. I thought it was like a infinite. You thought it was infinite. I thought it was a leaked infinite. No, 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 no. I thought I thought that earlier. I was just like, wait, wait, Halo Three. No, that is fucking wrong. Mm -hmm. So they're, they're all, like, designed off of... They all look like Destiny armors. It's yeah, they're, they're all old-school armors. Like, you've got a Viking-looking set. You've then got they've a... got, the, like, the Hellenic, of oh, ancient Greek, you know? Yeah, ancient Greek. They've shit. got Roman. They've got, like, all Spartus, this different shit. And then... Yeah, it's not right. No. I think the whole cosmetic thing we've talked about before, we've talked about Destiny, we've talked about how it is in Apex, but like, at least in the a Apex world... It's a blood sport. So being extravagant with armor makes a tiny well, even bit of sense. Even in Apex, it pisses me off, but I forgive it because it's free to play. Yeah. Like, but when it's when it's Halo, when they're retroactively adding this excessively out of place yeah, armor, I, I guess you haven't seen this then, bro. Like <laughs> how it looks in the game. Yeah, it looks awful. It looks really bad. It, it, they look like toys. They. <clears throat> And the, the it's thing, not encouraging for fucking Halo Infinite. Yeah, though, if they go, if they're doing that at Halo Three, if using MCC as like the model. Yeah, <laughs> like you see those armor sets. How expensive? Are, uh, how okay? Tell me right now, how much will that armor cost in Infinite? That's twenty pound armor there. It's no good, is it, bro? It's, it gets worse. Well, speaking of uh, Gears of War, actually. Um, Gears of War 5 had the worst battle pass ever. Mm -hmm. Holy shit, was it bad. And they're doing it again with uh, Halo Infinite. The same structure in terms of the only like way of progressing through the game is through like challenges. Challenges, yeah, there's no XP. That can run out. It's like, it's like I can't... <laughs> Holy fuck. It's so depressing. I... I Infinite has own... It's only getting worse. It's a downhill. It, every step, every bit of information we get, it's just go, getting worse. But I feel like um, Halo fans need to be as vocal as possible about it. Because mm. like, it makes me think of like a few months ago when Microsoft were like, oh, yeah, we're raising the price of fucking Xbox Live Gold. Mm. And everyone was like, what the f what? I thought they were cancelling it. And then they're like, oh, oh, no, oh no, actually. Uh. <laughs> Bad PR, like it changes shit, and yeah, yeah. But yeah. there's that that Halo divide where they've been starved of it for so long that they're gonna accept it no matter what. Yeah, and they that's just want to get the actual like coping on the subreddit. It's like <laughs> that subreddit, that Halo subreddit, is like on fire at the moment. <laughs> um, <laughs> the, the, the like anger and the debates and all these posts. Like, I'm just sick of the negativity. <laughs> it's like. <laughs> You get you give negative news. You're gonna get negative feedback from your fans. Yeah. What do you expect? Yeah, you should. And I think it's worth saying because I know we don't talk about this franchise enough. But <laughs> why? <laughs> no, it's Forza. <laughs> oh, okay. Forza's Forza's been doing everything right. Everything the Halo should be doing. Confidence, showing a product that is actually the product. Yeah, because we watched the trailer. Well, it's like a gameplay. Thing. Forza 5 looks Forza fucking 5. insane. They're super confident in that game. The the, the whole fucking world, they're, they're going out, they're just fucking doing it. Yeah. And it's just like credit where it's due. Yeah, they streamlined totally. that development clearly. Well, that's the thing. They have this foundation that they can just work on. And improve. Halo, Halo 343 never had that because the, they were given the Reach engine, which Bungie fucked to make Reach. <laughs> 
Yeah, I was reading this thing today about like um there's apparently reviews of people who le- have like left 343 leaving reviews of the company and like talking mm. about their experience there. And apparently it's like an awesome place to work and you get like great benefits and it's like good for the work-life balance, mm-hmm. with, like the management and the like project leads and just the way it all comes together is like a Microsoft bureaucratic clusterfuck. Right, yeah. Um they 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 needed from Halo Four a strong leader, mm. yeah. And I think the fact they have uh, Staten mm-hmm. um, is definitely a, the correct move. But yeah, it's too, I think too little, too late. It's a shame That's they exactly. didn't get him sooner. Yeah, he. It it just couldn't have happened. The only way it could have worked is if they just dropped Halo until they could get Joe Staten back. I think you can you can have the best development team in the world. You can have the best benefits, the best everything. But if the management and the people leading it aren't good enough, it fucks. Well, apparently Project one of the big Red. issues is that they outsource so much work. They never have like a consistent team. Mm. Um, so they're like people, they're just working on it for like a few months. They're like contracted. It's not like the same level of investment. As opposed to someone who's yeah. like been at the studio, it's like their DNA. They're super passionate about the project. It's mm-hmm. it's, it's like um like I'm not someone who's worked in severe management roles, but I can instantly point out that that's wrong. What you just said is what you need. If you want to make a product, doesn't matter if you're developing robots, spaceships, games, programs. You need that formula. You need that like office it's, environment. It's to get a creative a industry too. I feel. Like. Yeah, you need someone that knows what they want. Yeah, you know they, they, they haven't known what they've wanted. I guess, and that's no. been one of the major problems. Well, yeah, they've just been chasing trends and shit. Like, surely this is what Destiny have now, not De- Bungie have now got the point. Well, of. I was thinking about that and why Destiny got away with it, and it was probably because new IP, no expectations in terms of that stuff. Whereas with Halo, what is so weird about it being like stripped back and it being like becoming a live service is that it never was that. Yeah. And now it just is because it has to be. But... Let's do this one from Deadly Skies. There are a few comments about this actually because we mentioned uh, even Gellion. <laughs> um, and. <laughs> And James always triggers people when he brings that. Is, is that the anime that um kind of deconstructs like mecha? <laughs> <laughs> um, Deadly Skies says this to Alex. Don't listen to James regarding Evangelion. I was listening to the podcast and actually stopped it and came here to write this. I watched the show over the summer. Not being a big anime guy, but just watching because it's a cultural touchstone and I absolutely loved it. Admittedly, it starts off rocky, but at a point it just grabs you. And I would say it's an experience everyone should have once. It's bleak and existential as hell with really good characters. And I was watching it during a rough time in my own life. And it kind of forced me to deal with personal insecurities, believe it or not. Please watch it. And um, the god replied to that saying, I agreed with James for the most part until very recently when I watched a video by the popular anime YouTuber Giguk where he explained that even Gellion isn't an anime or even a TV series in the traditional sense, but an expression of depression and meaninglessness. This is why I reckon your ability to understand Evangelion is directly proportional to the extent of your depression slash existentialism, Elamea. Um, there's more, but you know. Um, okay, let's go into this. Okay, I think we've gone into this already. No, no, I, I will say 
um it's literally been 10 years since i've watched it yeah it's been 10 years like since i've watched it um and i was watching it at the time when i was just watching booby anime all the time like booby anime (laughs) can i just quickly say i i I don't know how i feel about what that person said in the reply maybe it was was it a joke like it's, it's hard to tell in text form, but saying, no, this like, is what I've always read about it. Um, like your your capability of understanding something is like how depressed you are. No, um, <laughs> like that that's quite a hard I thing guess to it's more like okay, no. to measure your I've... ability to empathize with the main character. Maybe? Okay, so with that, I watched a video lately where I can't remember the name, but he he actually knows about mental health. He's like a support person for it and you're saying that when you're writing stuff relating to mental health you have to write for two audiences the person who has it and understands it the person who doesn't mm. and if you're watching evangelion i think you're going to have two depending on where you are you're going to view it differently so i think if yeah, you are there's definitely something to it, it yes it, like it it's too resonant people mm. get so much emotional connection out of it yeah and that's um, i really want to experience that for myself i've when I watched it, I was I was young and I didn't see media in the way I do now. I didn't critically think about it. I didn't understand the messages. So obviously I watched it and I just found a lot of things irritating because I just didn't look deeper into it. But I think Evangelion's one of those shows where people dig too deep. Gellion. Eva. Eva is a yeah, show where people they they dig so deep into it where it's just like yeah I think that you're going too far, but I I wag on it because it annoys people. But I, pe- people were leaving comments as if I hadn't seen it before. I've I've watched the whole show and I watched the movie. Mm. It was just a long time ago, mm. um, and I was definitely uh, too stupid, I guess. Yeah, like <laughs> <laughs> the. the I, I think there's shows that do its job better. If you want a show that makes you feel hopeless, there's better things out there for that. And I, I, will... I for me, I get hung up on the. I just I have no familiar familiarity with the, the whole mecha genre. Mm. Um, I think I feel like part of that is yeah, it's a of deconstruction of mecha. It's going into the deep. That bugs Jim so much every time he, he hates it so much when you say that. Because he's supposed to dive I into like. It. I fucking love it. <laughs> Why don't you watch it? Jim hasn't uh, watched Mecca. Well, I I see it there because it's on Netflix, and I, I just see it and I think, man, ah, cringe, and I just keep <laughs> scrolling. And I people like people don't realize I was a fucking Eva fanboy. I'd go yeah, on four. I would yeah. go on. I would go on four channel and go into the Yasuka Y threads and shit posts for hours on end about who, which <laughs> Rafu from Evangelion is the hotter one. Like that's what I did. <laughs> like I, I, I am. I like Eva, but it's just people get annoyed if you talk shit on it. But I'm. I want to watch it again. But I think now is probably not the time for it. I think I want to mature more. Uh, before I delve into that for now. And I want to watch more Mecha. See, I, c- I see it there and I'm like, yeah, I could watch either again or I could start JoJo. <laughs> you should just watch JoJo. <laughs> like, if you're going to watch, like, if you're actually interested in watching Evangelion, you should think to yourself, there's better shows you can watch. JoJo, Cowboy Bebop. Well, while we're on that topic, actually, the god left one saying... Uh, in defense of Cowboy Bebop, 
because we were talking about the live action adaptation and how mm. sort of trepidatious we are of the whole idea. In defense of Cowboy Bebop, it wasn't popular in Japan because of the way Japanese media industry works. It's all about marketability. In Japan, there's a massive consumerist culture. If you like a show, you support it by buying action figures and other merch. This is why Cowboy Bebop didn't do well in Japan. It wasn't very marketable. The ships, though iconic, are treated like shit by the show. The cast is likable not because of their design slash poses, but their personalities and characters. Also, Cowboy Bebop was actually crit critically received very well in Japan, kind of like the Japanese equivalent of Blade Runner 2049, I guess. And so when it was ported over to America, it saw instant popularity because we in the West consume media in a very different way. Mm. As for it being unadaptable, I would disagree. Cowboy Bebop is heavily inspired by iconic live-action directors like Tarantino and John Woo. Unlike many anime, the actual world and physics is always grounded, so the only thing that couldn't be preserved in a live-action adaptation is the tone and humor of the show. So I personally am not optimistic, but neutral. It could really go either way. The adaptation is being done by competent, successful directors, sorry, by, by competent, successful directors, and cast who are all fans of the original series. It is possible to make a live-action cowboy bebop. This is the team that could pull it off. That said, Firefly is pretty much a spiritual successor to Cowboy Bebop, so I don't see the need for a live-action series when we already have one. Um... He said the only thing you can't try transfer over was the humor and like. He said the only thing you can't transfer over the only two things the bit the biggest things about Cowboy Bebop that I like. It's the style and the humor. That's the the whole thing of that show for me. I I just don't think you could make it look as good as that animated I, form. I saw um. I was just going through YouTube and one of my recommendations was like one of the fight scenes and I was just quickly looking at it and it was just like, holy fuck. I completely forgot how fucking incredible I'm like, I'm that I'm desperate movie to watch is. it again. Mm. Um, it's not on Netflix. It's not it? on Netflix. At least in the UK, I think The thing it is, is to me, is like, why, why does it need a live action? I guess it's like a philosophical thing where it's like... I find it annoying because it's only just because it's a valuable nostalgic IP that it's getting like a Netflix live action adaptation. Yeah, but I mean, it, it doesn't. It doesn't need it. If if yeah, the perfect version if, already exists. Mm. Yeah, the only thing they can do with it is make it worse. Yeah, so that 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 is the only direction they can go. Yeah, you. Can, so yeah. what's the point? Just do a shot for shot. Of yeah, yeah, and just, and even then, it's still worse. No matter what they do, it's worse. So what is the point? It's it's like um, media isn't credited in the West unless it's live action. I mean, yeah. Yeah, and that shit's lame. Just watch the the Chinese cartoon. <laughs> I think, no, but you can say that a lot about the director who actually did Cowboy Bebop. A lot of his stuff is kind of... Uh, like is like that, but it's not super marketable. Like Macross Plus, incredible movie, although he mashes genres and just yeah. Well, don't. Cowboy Bebop's one. I watched it around the same time as Eva. Mm. I um, did as well, and I immediately connected with that a lot more. Yeah, um, but it has been a long time. It's it's. Re I'm ready for a rewatch on that. I think I get a lot more out this time. Um, but they have one more thing to say. Also for James. Ed isn't in the show yet because they're only adapting the first few episodes. Ed got introduced around seven to eight episodes in, um, which is true. Was Ayn that early on? 
I think I was with Ed, if I remember correctly. I I uh, I might have forgotten, but I just remember that I just remember Ed and I. That was like a big. Ed definitely comes in later. Yeah, yeah, I do remember that. I just thought Ein is as well. Like Ein and Ed are together on the planet, the win. I could be wrong, but it would just be weird if Ein does come in later on, but they're just having Ein from the beginning. Yeah, I, I can't remember. Yeah, I can't remember either. I cannot remember. I just, I hope it's good, but it's just like it won't be as good as the original. So. Yeah. If it somehow is like equal or better. I... We've not lost yeah. anything. We've only gained. Yeah. Yeah. We don't lose or win yeah, in this. I'll eat my hat. If it's better. Don't watch the live action before watching that animated one though. Please. What if I have no option? <laughs> Shellman5 underscore says this. What do you guys think of Jungle's new album, Loving in Stereo? I'm curious, as since it's come out, I've seen Alex and Jamie listen to it on Spotify and haven't yet heard their opinions on it. I personally think it's their best album yet. I could agree with that. The thing I I'm into it. I re-listened to it today, actually. Hmm. I like it. It's groovy. Yeah, I, I, I liked it when I listened to it. It's, it's just the jungle thing. I feel like the best jungle album will be the one you heard first. Yeah, I could agree with because that. Because it, they, when you first hear them, they've got this like fresh new sound that you mm -hmm. feel like you've never heard before. Yeah, and then you just keep listening to their stuff, and it's like, oh, it, once you've heard one album, I feel like you've heard all of them. I'd say the first album and this one is better than the one in the middle. Yeah, I, I honestly, I never listened through the second jump, Jungle album all the way mm. through. Whenever They're interesting I, to me because they there's two guys that make the albums or whatever, um, but they they don't do the vocals on it. They get like yeah, a yeah. group to do the vocals. Um, just vocals. Yeah, I, I think it's a cool idea. It's it's like uh, it's like if if uh, people were like Daft Punk making music, but instead of using technology, they're using people yeah. and instruments. Mm -hmm. And I I think that that is a showcase of talent. Yeah. Yeah, I like it a lot. Damn. But yeah, uh, there's there's just nothing that screams at me like. You need to listen to this more. Mm. I find them like quite summery, sort of breezy. Yeah, easy listening. Easy listening. Yeah. I like jungle as well. A very good genre of drum and bass. <laughs> <laughs> Too busy earning. Be serious. Is a genre of drum I and know. bass. Uh, absolute bonkers, mate. Says, does Alex still get angry emails from Jimmy Neutron fans for disliking the show? Um, not Jimmy Neutron fans. Jimmy uh, Neutron sucks, though. Oh, yeah, horrendous. Um, Jimmy Neutron. To be honest, the, the, if I'm going to get an email from the fans of anything, it's either Sonic or My Little Pony. Those are the two constants. <laughs> but they're I constant in, like, everything for everyone, so it's, like, yeah. it's not unique. Canned... Man Sand has a penultimate one here. 
Hey Jar Boys, after J James mentioned his issues with stumbling while walking, I was wondering if he's ever considered dyspraxia as a cause. I recently discovered I was dyspraxic after years of struggling with crappy motor skills, can barely walk in a line without stumbling, and a speech impediment. I feel dyspraxia is a neurodivergency that's often unknown and overshadowed by ADHD slash autism. Many people end up going undiagnosed. Have a good day, lads. Um... I've never thought of it. Um, I think, you know, growing up, I I, I had... <laughs> Shut up, bro. Um, this is a, a vulnerable moment for me. Like, I don't know how to put it this way, but, like, I had problems growing up and my parents never seemed to do anything about it. So I don't know, but I'm pretty sure I have something along those lines. Um, I can't use knife and forks properly. Um... I can't. I I can't. I can't use them at the same time. You it's impossible. Star jumps. I can't do star jumps. <laughs> you can't do star jump. Try to do, do, do star jump now. Jumping jack. Go in the front and give it a I'm, try. I'm not trying. No, oh, please. No, I you're going to edit this so you no. can edit it out if it's really that bad. No, please, this, James. No, this is a vulnerable moment. You stop embarrassing no. me. <laughs> no, you shouldn't be embarrassed. <laughs> I generally can't Wait. do I can't do star jumps. I can't use a knife and fork at the same time because your brain won't let you. No, it can't. I can't even begin to explain. It's just like if I I hold them both in my hands. But it's like if I want to cut, I take the knife, put it in this hand, cut, mm -hmm. and then stop it over. I like this yeah. doesn't work. This this side of my body is just fucking useless. And like I, well, I asked you earlier today about when you were learning to drive. Yeah, yeah, I was just like, when I, when I, because I learned to drive first on a motorbike, and it's just like I'd get the left and right swung constantly. Mm. And it's just like, my, the instructor would be like, okay, James, take the next left. And I'd be like, let's mm. <laughs> <Just> keep <laughs> the wrong way. No, I, I'll tell you what, it makes fucking playing Apex Legends a goddamn nightmare. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, it does. James, there's a squad on our left, and then he's just running off to the right. <laughs> just, I literally did that yesterday. I yeah, was like, do and I then you blame me for making the wrong call out. <laughs> I I probably do. <laughs> it's like that's why you got to use north or south, east or west. That's why I do do that. <laughs> mm. <laughs> even um, then, I'd be like, "What the fuck were you on about, baby?" <laughs> no, I I probably. The reason I was laughing for the record was because I was just gonna say something nasty. You can say you can say something nasty. <laughs> I don't. Uh, I was gonna say, um, James isn't dys dyspraxic. He just doesn't try hard enough. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> <laughs> I no, I probably have something. Yeah, I, I reckon you do. I yeah. don't know what else it could be. Mm. Yeah, no, it probably is that. It's like my parents just never noticed that those those issues. So it's like I never got a diagnosis and I never got support for it. It's like, oh, it's clearly obvious James doesn't know how to use a knife and fork. So let's just not teach him or help that. <sighs> just like the story of my life. <coughs> Maybe you are ADHD. Autistic dyspraxic and a huge dick. <laughs> I don't know. Like, <laughs> it's like I need just need to find out all that stuff. And it's just like, how how do you go about being like a twenty five year old being like, yeah? How do you get diagnosed for it? Yeah, you just WebMD it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just like what like, that is the safest way to get a diagnosis for anything <laughs> and it's less time consuming 
Don't have to go to like the fucking GP and be like, oh, this is what's going on. And then they have like a seven month waiting list and they'll be like, oh, you're dyspraxic. Seven month? Fucking five years, bro. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it doesn't help me. So I still can't yeah, use knife and fork. therapist on the NHS for fucking 25 years. Wait. <laughs> Don't bother me. There's yeah. no point. <laughs> yeah, we can get you in when you're 55 years old, maybe. <laughs> Private healthcare won't work either, fam. <laughs> Uh, let's end on this one from the Dane TB99 what do you guys think about motorcycles have you ever ridden any or want to get into them I know James said he used to ride one in older episodes what bike did you ride and will he ever get back into it I got my first bike around two months ago and got an MT-03 which unfortunately was stolen just bought a KTM Duke 390 and have been absolutely loving it my dream bike is an MT-07 and hopefully I can get one within the next few months. I love riding so much and think it benefits my mental health so much. I'd highly recommend it. Um, I'm just, I, I do recognise those bike names. I know what would be. I've been watching Sons of Anarchy, so... Would you ever buy a bike? No. You're I'm someone I can... Yeah, I can never see you riding a bike. It's just not my style. <laughs> yeah. I know, I... Well, I am a biker. You know, I've been a biker. I've crashed bikes multiple times. I've done stupid There's shit. There's an old when your bike injuries. Yeah, which yeah. I still the scar's still there. Mm-hmm. It's still and it's still my my ligaments are still fucked. <laughs> still living with that mistake. But it's like I would love to get back on a bike. Because there's there's a level of freedom that you will never experience when in a car. Because mm-hmm. it's your like there's a reason I always drive my windows down because on a bike you have that airflow all the time mm-hmm. and it makes you feel more vulnerable and that more alert I feel mm-hmm. for me. I'd love to but there's this thing called having to do a test and I'm not doing a test again. I fucking did my driving mm-hmm. license. I yeah, don't have the effort. Miserable. Yeah, I, I get it. Like um, I ride my little bicycle around and I'm like, yeah, I can imagine this really fast being awesome. <laughs> But I'm fine at like the fucking 15 miles an hour I'm going. Like, I don't need any more speed. Bikes, no cars will never be as fun as bikes. Because when you get down and you get to like you're speeding, you get mm-hmm. you hunch down a bit and you go around the corner. They're fucking liberating, and they're incredible. Like, the only one I could ever imagine is one with a little side seat with Argy and with the goggles on. <laughs> okay, Paisley with the goggles on. Yeah, yeah, that's better. <laughs> But the problem with bikes, and it's a thing you've always got to think about, is you will leave home one day and you might not come back. And that is just depressing because a car will not see you and you're gone. That's a horrible reality that I had to live with. I could go to work this day and I might never see anyone ever again. You go Surely to that you say about just getting in a car. There are so many car crashes. No, nah. because if, if a car pulls out of you... You're usually fine. You obviously have a better chance in a car. Than if a car, yeah, if the, the likelihood is if a car pulls out in front of you, they're the one that's going to get seriously injured. Mm. On a bike, you're flying off the bike. Like, you, you're on a bike, you're approaching that junction. What's going through your mind? Is this it? Will it pull out? That's well, all what goes through that, your mind. That video, um, it's like from 2012. Maybe? I think you, I think I, you. Yeah, I think it's the same one where this guy, it's just a, a car pulls out, he goes flying and that's it. He, yeah, he's, he's just dead. riding his bike, just chilling. 
Some fucking asshole just pulls out and that's it. He's gone. It's depressing. Yeah. Mm. Scary. So that's that's why like I don't want to go near bike because I don't think it's probably the safest thing for me. But surely that's part of like the allure. Yeah. Where it is like just freedom on the roads with the the speed no. you get from. <clears throat> You're the- just like riding an engine basically. Yeah. <laughs> and that's incredible. No, but it's just like... Yeah, I get it. I do get it. But bikes are also unbelievably convenient. Traffic jam. Mm-hmm. Just drive past it all. Yeah. Just that That is... Th- like, I just remember going to the horrible roundabout and, like, chipping them. And it's just like, yeah, fuck all of you. Boom. Mm-hmm. Get to work instantly. That's that's so... If you're living in a city, especially... Yeah. It's like, why wouldn't you own a bike? Yeah. And that's the biggest upside. And it's just like sometimes those bikers pass me and I'm just sitting there in traffic like, I envy you. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, people love nicking bikes. Yeah, the commenter said it himself. Yeah. Bike, if you've got a bike. Are they that easy to steal? Like- oh, yeah. No, in London, they will just, they will bring a power drill, a, 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 a saw out and they will just fucking grind away your lock and drive off. They will do it in a, but Imagine you don't need a key to get it started. Well, yeah. No, they'll just they'll they don't because mm. they're bikes. They're not the most security, so they mm. they they just like, yeah. It's like GTA, like, you just get on a bike and it works. <laughs> it's just like imagine when we were walking around London, they could have just nicked a bike right in front of us and nobody would do anything. Twenty grand bike. That's how they're nicked. London biker gangs. I guess you kind of have to have a garage you can store it in or something. <laughs> Yeah, that's the thing. You and it's you don't want to be leaving a bike out in the rain all the time because yeah. it's like when the other downside of biking is that you go to work and you've got to take all of your gear off, your leather trousers because yeah, yeah. you shouldn't ride a bike if you haven't got the leather trousers. Yeah. Hence why I've got a huge scar and fuck ligaments in my leg because I didn't. Yeah, you you I you learned took the it seriously after that. Yeah, I was like fucking proper it, boots. It, and that's that's a minor injury compared to what can happen. What it could have been, yeah. Sk- skin grafing and all that. And it's like... Well, yeah, because w- friction is a motherfucker. Like, Dude. Jeans, <laughs> gone. No, in a jeans, fuck- they're gone. As soon as you hit the floor, the jeans, you're naked. That's pretty much it. Yeah, you're, yeah. if you're a minimum sliding so along concrete, you're going at such speed. Yeah, it, it just burns, and then jeans gone. What's next? Flesh. Your skin, <laughs> And skin, you. skin's gonna go quicker than fucking jeans. Yeah, it's fucking flesh. Like, ooh, ooh. so that's Don't gone. Bikers understand that more than anyone, though. Yeah, like when. But but you still, I, I ride past people sometimes, and they'll be on a bike and they'll be shorts, no gloves yeah. on, and it's just like I'm like, yeah, I, I hate, hate seeing cringe. that. Yeah. It's just like you're gonna fuck up and you are gonna be disfigured. Like, well, why? Yeah, if, risk if you're it? wearing shorts, it, you could be going like thirty, and you come off that thing, your skin is fried. Mm-hmm. You will be in a hospital for fucking months. You won't be able to go to work, and you could you could cause big issues for your family if you're like the. Yeah. M- well, um, our mum was a nurse back in the day. Mm. She said some of the worst injuries she saw was from bike accidents. Yeah, that like straight up limbs hanging by a thread and shit. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But saying that, I do quite want a bike. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, th- I do. I think they're. I think they're fucking cool. No, bikes I, are incredibly cool. I, I don't really give a shit about the like, the utility of it. How handy it is to not have to worry about traffic. It's just like that shit looks cool, and I want it. 
it's, you know, it's, it's just it's, symbolic for freedom too. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. I see like Keanu Reeves into bikes. Of course he is. I want to be into bikes. Ryan <laughs> <laughs> like, like, Reynolds into bikes. Of course, <laughs> jumping. On. If Ryan Reynolds is into bikes, then I'm not into bikes anymore. <laughs> It's, it's, if you're generally safe and you're actually not an idiot on a bike, you can like never have issue. It's like you wear the proper gear, yeah. proper helmets. Like Don't skimp out. I wore a jacket, fucked up, and now I have the boots, I have the trousers, gloves. Do you think there are some people that just like push it a bit too far? They get too confident. Yeah. And that's when the accidents happen. Yeah, no, shut up. That's the one corners. And then mm. you're on a bike with tires like that big. You're tilting on tires for fuck's sake. Get too confident and it's just going, you're sliding yeah, up. Yeah. But I think you should get a bike. I do want to. It's just that a bike's typically cheaper than cars. Fuck yeah. By a lot. What Fuck about yeah. insurance? Most of the time, yeah. You can pick up a just a decent bike for not that much money. It's only the top end stuff when it's like, like compare compare the top end bike. That will fucking destroy a 200k car. No fucking problem. And that's like a 20 grand bike. Mm-hmm. They're fast. There's nothing faster than them. Yeah. But you don't have the utility of like a car and being able to yeah, take you can't people. Take people and, and but you can go it. fast. And that's all that matters when yeah. not on a bike. Yeah, if that's what you value. I mean. No, you can get like bikes that cruisers where they're not speed. They just look cool. And they're yeah, just it's the cruiser that I want. You want a cruiser? I think they look the coolest. Hmm. When you get like a nice jacket and a nice yeah. sick helmet, you just look look sick. If it, surely, like if you're driving or you live somewhere that where the temperature is quite hot, surely that's miserable. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, I remember. I remember one of the days. This was like five, six years ago. But it was like the hottest day of the year. Mm-hmm. It was probably like thirty degrees, and I was stuck at the roundabout because I couldn't go. And it was just like, I was like thinking like, I'm going to fucking pass out. This is excruciatingly painful. Yeah. Because remember, a bike jacket is not one layer. It's like five fucking layers. Heavy duty. Yeah, and padded. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm like sitting there like my fucking body is just liquid. I'm a slimy liquid mess. And it was and just then like. You, then did you have to go to work afterwards? I was on my way back from oh, work. Okay. So I was exhausted and it was just like, yeah, just yeah. please fucking move. Please move. Because like your, your fingers get all gungy as well. So mm-hmm. it's like, you're just trying to like well, do yeah, shit. You mentioned that time, um. The opposite, where it was in winter and you didn't have gloves. Oh my god! <laughs> you're riding a fucking motorbike. No, riding a motorbike in fucking ice. It was like I was shitting myself that I could die any minute because I'm just gonna slide off. And I was so fucking cold that I was just like, yeah, my fingers aren't the white color anymore. Mm-hmm. So I had to like stop Purple. and like heat them up. I'm like exhaust for like a fucking hour. Jesus Christ! <laughs> it's like the, it's a type of cold where you want to cry because it's that excruciatingly painful. Yeah, like, I, I've I done I see it that with um, riding bicycles to like secondary school. Yeah, imagine yeah. imagine that times ten. Mm-hmm. Horrible. Yeah, because you got that extra speed, so it's just more coldness being blasted into your hands. Yeah, like I've done, I've crashed, I've done stupid shit on bikes. I've done, I've ridden in extreme heat and extreme cold. I've done it all. I'm still sick as fuck though. It is. It's sick. But I just advised. If you care, if you care about your life, then just don't think twice of bikes. <laughs> <laughs> you care about. I like how you told me t- five minutes ago to get a bike. <laughs> <laughs> it's all coming out today. Well, you just quit smoking. You might as well add another <laughs> thing that's equally dangerous. <laughs> yeah, true. Maybe that's what I need. <laughs> <laughs> 
Damn. Let's say we're at the end here, lads. Pretty chunky episode. A monkey episode? We barely even talked... We didn't talk about monkeys at all. <laughs> 